Welcome back to a brand new season of the Girl About the Globe podcast. Season six is kicking off on Valentine's Day, a day of romance and celebrating self-love, which is part of the reason that we do solo travel. On today's episode, episode 73, I'm going to be just talking about why solo travel in 2022 and how to do it. Stay tuned. Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you as a solo female traveller, empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. First of all, a big belated Happy New Year for 2022. I hope that you're keeping well and you've been able to travel over the last two years. If you haven't, or even if you have, but you're still feeling a little bit nervous about it, I just want to put us back in touch with why we travel and the benefits of traveling to empower you to want to go back out there and explore the world again by yourself. Traveling is so beneficial to the mind, body and the soul. We're generally outdoors more, we're making new connections, it relieves a lot of anxiety from everyday stress. And it teaches us about different cultures in different destinations. Sometimes we get too complacent in our everyday lives. I know I do, and that's why I go out and I challenge myself with solo travel. Solo travel definitely gives us the needed opportunity to go and get out of our comfort zone and challenge ourselves. And when we do, the world has a way of opening our minds to new possibilities. And then we get a sense of achievement for wanting to travel solo. We also get to see different parts of the world and experience different cultures and realise that deep down we're all the same. Immersing ourselves in a different culture helps us to get a different perspective of looking at life. This helps us to gain a better understanding. I also think that's very beneficial on a global level because as the world tends to get smaller, the more you travel, the smaller the world kind of seems to you, the better understanding we have for each other on a global level. One big positive of traveling solo is to improve your self-confidence. Doing things by yourself, making decisions, problem solving, challenging yourself. There is nothing better than improving your confidence than traveling by yourself. Also, you don't want to be one of those people who regret not doing something in life. My motto in life is no regrets and I always jump on the majority of opportunities that come my way. Right now, you're probably going to be the youngest and the fittest and maybe the most adventurous that you'll ever be. You probably have the most energy and life in you, so there's truly no better time to travel. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, if you still got the desire to get out there, there is still a way of doing it. There's that saying that travel broadens the mind. Well, it's very true, and especially with solo travel. So the more that you travel, the more you do gain a better understanding of the world. There are so many people to meet in regards to different travellers. So different travellers or tourists from different countries where you can actually exchange and learn a bit more about their culture in a country where you're both going there for a completely different culture as well. You do come into contact with so many people and you never know who you're going to meet. And you could end up meeting a solo traveller who you then want to do another trip with later on. That's happened to me and it's also happened to a few girls in our Girls About the Globe Facebook group. Because it forces you to get out of your comfort zone, it disrupts the predictability of your normal everyday and it plunges you into situations that you might not be used to. So in that regard, it can also renew you in ways that you may never have imagined. 
what you do need to realise, even though it might sound a little bit intimidating, is that solo travel is extremely rewarding and it can be an invigorating experience. You're not the first person and you definitely won't be the last person to go on a solo trip to a destination that you're thinking of. So there's always going to be somebody out there who you can talk to and get advice from and also share any concerns with as well. What I really love about solo travel is the opportunity to really get in touch with myself. I feel as though every time I travel alone, it gives me what I need at the moment and it allows me to just reflect on another chapter of my life that has just been and possibly think about a new chapter that I want to venture into as well. So it gives you that time and that space to explore your thoughts and emotions on a bit of a deeper level. You can get so much quiet time and silence to yourself. If you're a spiritual solo, then it's perfect for meditating or finding a yoga retreat. Some women do travel as a means of finding themselves on a bit of a deeper level. If all of that has inspired you to get out there again and start solo traveling, then there are different types of travel you can do. If you don't feel that comfortable about going overseas or abroad, you could just concentrate on some domestic travel within your own country. According to the Girl About the Globe survey in January, many of you said that you're going to be exploring your own country. So that's a fantastic way of just seeing different places. You can always rent a car or even a motorhome and just take to the road as well to see more of the countryside in your own country. Remote working holidays is another idea for how you can actually do a little bit of solo travel. There's so many co-working hubs and co-living opportunities in different countries where you can go to a destination and you can live with other people who are working online or you can book your own accommodation and then just go to events or co-work with other people who are working in office spaces. That way you do also get the benefit of being in a country by yourself, but then there's also a community of people that you can connect with. Slower travel is also a bit of a trend. It's a good way of traveling. It's also a cheaper way of traveling. If you think if you do two holidays a year and you're paying for the flights to two different places, if you do slower travel and combine it all, you're already in that destination and you can just take a little bit longer to explore different regions. You can go and do some community-based tourism in a rural area, explore the city, go and do some adventure. So it really gives us a chance to immerse ourselves within it rather than just bypassing it. I really love overland travel and I like to see two or three countries in one go. Maybe slightly tricky at the beginning of 2022 in regards to border restrictions, but that is a very good example of slower travel. The majority of you also said that you'll be interested in being outdoors. So it's a good opportunity to look for holidays that are offering you the chance to cycle, to hike, even to do water sports. There are a lot of different travel companies, Explore, G-Adventures, Intrepid, offering activity holidays. So not only do you get a chance to get active, you get a chance to be with other people who also enjoy hiking or cycling and you get to explore more of a country because you're not really sat on a bus for that long. So you're actually in the outdoors really experiencing the country. If you're unsure how to travel solo in 2022, so maybe now I've empowered you to want to go, given you some ideas of different ways you can do it. How do you actually do it? I would suggest making a list of your top three destinations that you would like to travel to this year. 
and give yourself a choice in case two of them aren't options at the moment. Next thing to do is check your foreign office website for vaccination requirements into each of those three countries. Requirements are changing quite frequently. So if you are someone that plans ahead, if you do go ahead and book your holiday, then just make sure that you're able to change it or to cancel it with no charge in case something happens in regards to restrictions. But generally, check your foreign office website. I'm in the UK, so I would check the UK foreign office, fco.org. Some countries are allowing everybody to enter. Some still require a PCR test. Some an antigen test, which is cheaper than a PCR test. Some need a vaccination certificate and others require that you've had a booster. The most important thing is checking that you are eligible to enter the country first. Check that for all of the three destinations that you want to go to. Out of all three of those countries, there should be at least one of them that you're able to enter. Next thing is decide on the dates that you want to go. Next thing to do is check flights. If there used to be direct flights to your destination, there might not be at the moment. A lot of the flights were reduced, so you might find that you have to take two flights instead of one. That may determine out of those three places where you're going to go. If you're worried about a flight being cancelled, then have a look at an airline that has a multitude of flights. Have a look at an airline that flies quite frequently during the week. So you know that if one flight is cancelled, then you have the option of getting other flights. It's probably not going to happen, but if you feel more confident, then that's a way of looking at the flights. Next, plan your route and plan what you want to do. Book your accommodation. Make sure that it has a cancellation policy where you're able to cancel it or change it just in case of any unforeseen circumstances. Book your travel insurance because you just want to make sure that you are covered. Obviously, if you decide to go to a country and they're not asking for a PCR test, then the likelihood of you having to cancel it is probably going to be quite unlikely. But if you are required to take a PCR test and it proves positive, for example, then you do need to make sure that you're able to change those dates or get your money back. What you also do need to do is check the requirements in the country. Check what you need to do when you leave the country. Some countries may require you to do a PCR test before you leave. Google PCR test in Barcelona, for example, and it will come up with a list of places where you can have the PCR test. And then I advise pre-booking that before you go to ensure that you have enough time. It's generally between 48 and 72 hours before, depending on the country. So make sure that you just book that in before you go. You generally also need to do a passenger locator form for the countries that you're traveling to, which is very easy to do. Just make sure you give yourself enough time. They're generally 48 hours before. You can go to iVisa. Dot org and they actually give you a list of the requirements for the country so they tell you whether you need to fill in a passenger locator form and you also need to make sure that you don't require a visa so for the first half of the year you might want to stick to more mainstream countries countries that are letting in tourists that are easier to get to easier to get into and they don't require you to quarantine when you get there and they also don't require you to take a test when you get there or to take a test when you leave there the countries that are the most popular at the moment are Portugal, Mexico and also Cape Verde. So you might want to check out those destinations. 
If your goal is to travel this year, please don't let the restrictions put you off. I've been able to travel last year and also the year before. Yes, it does take a little bit more planning, but once you've planned and the most important thing is to make sure that you have insurance, you're able to change things if you need to. And also that you're keeping up to date with the country's requirements that you're flying into and also your own country's requirements for when you fly back, if they require a passenger locator form or if they require you to do a test before or a test when you get back. It is possible to travel. It does take a little bit more planning. But once you're on your solo trip, you'll just have such an amazing time. So happy planning. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope it's inspired you to want to go away this year and just given you a little bit of a peace of mind about how to do it. If you're still unsure, you can always join our Facebook community, which is Girls About the Globe, and post your questions in there and we'll make sure that they're answered. Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlaboutheglobe.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.